If you like pina coladas, <laughs> then you're in the wrong place. <laughs> that depends. We're the immaterial <laughs> gamers talking right to your face. But what you don't know is that's what I'll start drinking from now on, from when um, we do podcasts and that stuff. Oh, that's your drinking game? Yeah. Look, I'm so glad <laughs> we didn't have a drinking game for, because you, everyone knows I am a wrestle boy. And mm. it's WrestleMania season, and one oh, of the big it? tropes. Yep. And you see, the... I don't follow any of this. It's like everyone who turned around to me and went, "Did you watch the Fury fight?" And that I went, "Nope." Went, well, he's saying he's being rubbed out because of this. I went, "Yeah, I know." And that's when all the gamers turned around and made them nice memes saying, "Look, even when you spend twenty dollars to look good, doesn't mean you're gonna win." <laughs> yeah, but um. Yeah, so it's WrestleMania season, and because it's happened from the time of the Royal Rumble, which happened in January, to WrestleMania, which happens in April, they'll have a giant sign that says WrestleMania on it. And part of the joke is that wrestle, uh, wrestlers at WWE are contractually obliged to point at the WrestleMania sign. So we just have a little game, an account of not just wrestlers, but who and how many times will the WrestleMania sign be pointed at. And I'm glad that we didn't have a drinking game for this. So One you, drink for every time someone pushes uh, points at the sign. Have you seen the Christmas drinking game that people do? What? No. Stick a Santa hat on the corner of your TV and whenever uh, it looks like someone's wearing it, he, they, um, you wear drink? Drink. Yeah, that's that's just that's just alcoholic's way to have a drink during Christmas. Um, I don't think they need that. <laughs> yeah, they, 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 they probably don't, but... The the thing that I had with this was there was a wrestler called Drew McIntyre. I'm so glad that we didn't have this one shot per point system, because he was there in the crowd and he's like, so uh, you know he's doing his Scottish accent, you know, mm. so uh, you know a lot of people. Oh, Charlotte's already pointed at the sign, so uh, why don't you all join in with me for something? Three, two, one, and eighteen thousand people point at a sign. Oh, but that was fun. Yeah, so imagine trying to drink that. Like I say, so glad we didn't have the drinking game for that. Just table out on, on social media and weather sp- <laughs> when you're in weather space. <laughs> just like, yeah, if you can all just take part on my behalf on the game, please. And then everyone's uh, I'm assuming, like, do all pissed. weather spoons have that or something there? Hmm? Have what? Is that just a thing at weather spoons where you can um, get um, use an app to get drinks and shit? Because uh. that's how I assume it's ended up happening. Yeah, I think it is a sort of a Weatherspoons one. Gotta remember, Weatherspoons are also now the pub in the country that don't um, import beers from the European Union. Don't they? Nope. And they don't do social media either. They're they're progressive in their regressive ways. I have to admit, I've never really been to a Weatherspoons, not to my knowledge anyway. Nah. You haven't missed much. You don't miss much. I One of mine and Martin's workplaces uh, got banned as a, as a company wide policy due to that. Oh, that that's my comp- That's where I work. Um, anywhere in Manchester. Ah. <laughs> wow. So as well, your place is not allowed to any any drinking establishment. Well, well, you know when you have like staff parties and shit like we've been kicked out of most places. You can have that around the area. Oh Jesus! So that's why we have to have ones at, um, in our own work. Ah. <laughs> uh. Classics. So, uh, yeah, while we all talk about our drinking habits and our workplace bannings, this is the Immaterial Gamers Podcast, uh, episode 80... 
Three. This game was not made for my phone. Ah. Uh, <laughs> I, I'm, I'm Ryan, and I'm here. You're not and, here. And also here is, is Stefan, who is here. I'm not here. I'm at home. You're... I'm in my safe place. Yeah. In my um, blank fortress. Yeah, safe, safe spaces. So, uh, yeah. That's, you know, based on that, we've already had a good warm-up. So let's get into what we what we do, which is talk shit about video games for an indeterminate period of time. True. So Ryan, what have you been playing? Oh yeah, okay, straight into it. What's been played? <laughs> What's been played? So, uh, yeah, so what have I been playing? Well, not much this week, more than Star Wars and one other thing. So I'm going to talk about that. I've been playing games on the Sony PlayStation Classic. The what? The tiny Is that little a bit like console. The SNES things where it's yep. like a small console that has just a few games on it. Yeah, it is Sony's answer to the place uh, to the the SNES um, the SNES Mini and the NES Mini. I thought that's what the um, arcade library thing they were meant to be doing. Ah, uh, it's Sony, and it's like Sega. Sega have also done one. They've done a a mini uh, mini Mega Drive. That's oh, not yeah, to I be confused that. with the. That's not to be confused with the A. G games consoles, which are basically emulators. Didn't Sega do package. one as well? That's what I just said. Oh, I thought it said Nintendo for some reason. No. Anyway. <laughs> um. So yeah, picked it up. Generally, it's got like an RRP of about 80 quid. Picked it up in a CEX, or for as they keep trying to advertise themselves as, sex. Uh, see, I don't see, I don't watch much TV anymore, so I don't see much advertisements. Uh, got producer Martin now turning, telling me that other second-hand stores are available. Well, this particular second-hand store, which was Sex, sold it for £40. And uh, yeah, it's got a set of games on, which I'm just going to go and check on my mobile, because... Uh, no, I'm not. What I'm going to do is I'm going to walk over. You're going to hear weird footy sounds as I move the not mic over a sounds. little bit. You, you make them constantly. I make what speaking. You speak. I, yeah, yeah. I don't play. I don't play white noise, so I speak. Oh so, no, uh, I died. Well, that's a shame. So uh, yeah, so it contains twenty of the best games from the PlayStation console, and they are Battle Arena Toshinden, Cool Borders, Two, Destruction Derby. What's Cool Borders? It's a skateboarding game. Right, so you know SSX. Yeah. Yeah, this is the game that inspired SSX. Oh, okay. Um, Destruction Derby, Final Fantasy VII, Grand Theft Auto, Karushi, or as it's known every other place in the fucking world, Intelligent Cube, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Mr. Odyssey. Driller. Yeah, Mr. Driller. Uh, Rayman, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Persona, or as it was known back then, Revelations, Persona, Ridge Racer Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, and Wild Arms. Rainbow Six isn't um, cross-platform, is it? What? Rainbow Six. You mean Siege? No. Yeah. No. Mm. Ubisoft managed to set something up as cross-platform. Don't be silly. Don't be silly. Though speaking of Ubisoft, uh, Division 3's expansion comes out on March the 3rd, as care. advised by Steve. I don't care. 
there's one game I'm waiting for this year, and it better fucking come out. If you're waiting for Dragon Age 4, that's not coming out this year. Then I'm not going to buy no more games. So, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, as far as I'm aware, Bioware haven't announced a date for Dragon Age 4. <laughs> By the end of the year, there might not even be a Bioware. So, you know. You don't, don't, you ruin this for me. Anyway. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, been playing stuff on the PlayStation Classic. Realising that nostalgia sometimes really is a thing. Yeah. Martin says that it should be left in the past. I mean, Metal Gear Solid. Metal Gear Solid is cool. Played that, that was fine. Final Fantasy VII, that's played everywhere. It's good. Um, Grand Theft Auto. No, no. Top-down Grand Theft Auto. Running at like 20 frames a second. Oh, I remember With that. tank and controls. Yeah. And you used to get kill frenzies. Yeah. Kill and that and that and that weird offensive that weird that weird offensive bit where you can run over Harry Krishnas for Krishna combo or whatever it was called, which you know that was that was Rockstar at the time. Well, they were DMA Design at the time, but uh, yeah, you know it's nice. I like the fact that it's got safe states. Um, you you know you obviously got your memory card storage. The PlayStation itself is really really dinky, which I find really funny. Um, you know, it comes with two pads, which, my god, do you remember playing a PlayStation and having no analog sticks? PlayStation used to have no analog? Oh, yeah. There was never analog sticks for the PlayStation at the time. I don't remember that. But then, at that time, I never really played anything but, um, Nintendo at that time. Mm. That's why I I had, like, Nintendo 64, Dreamcast... I think around then it was more Dreamcast, right? Around the same time as PlayStation? Uh, a couple of years after PlayStation, and a year before the PlayStation 2 was the Dreamcast. Yeah, so I kind of... Because I... Um, Sega and Nintendo were basically what I had to begin with. I didn't really go out of that little comfort zone. Yeah. That was weird when I had that. I mean, I had Mega Drive, never had the Saturn. Uh, had a PlayStation, went to a Dreamcast, and a PS2... Realised that the Dreamcast was ahead of its time to its detriment. Uh, everyone says that. I've, I've read something about that just the other, um, the other day about like the greatest, oldest consoles. Mm. And it was like, Dreamcast should have been one of them consoles that'll be out like just a few years ago. Yeah. I mean, it's you know, Dreamcast wasn't the first console to use the internet. That was the Mega Drive, I think. The, the thing is, what I mean, did the you NES, do I think the, the SNES might have used it. Dreamcast. Hmm? What could you use the, the Dreamcast's internet for? Um, there were online games. Was there? Oh, yeah. Oh, wow. Quake, th- Quake I 3 had, Arena. I knew it had internet access, but I didn't know it, there was, like, fucking online yeah. games for that at the time. Yeah. I mean, to... When, well, the Dreamcast didn't initially come out with a modem, but it was then something that you could get, and part of Sega's thing of getting the internet access in there was that you could request a copy of the game Choo Choo Rocket and you could get it for free. It would just be, you could request it and just get it delivered to your house. And we did. And my god, there were plenty of nights where we'd sit there playing Choo Choo Rocket and racking up the phone bill. Because there was no broadband at the time. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. No, that, yeah. And it's like, Sega and the Dreamcast were the first to bring sort of online console gaming mainstream. It was then popularised by the PlayStation Network later down the line at the time of broadband. 
because that just sure. sort of came in. But yeah, there's a lot of things about the Dreamcast that you know that was that was great. The greatest ever dial-up. Yeah, they they were the ones that started well part way started the trend of not putting the analog sticks sent in the center of the pad directly. The that's you know they started sort of messing around with that along with Nintendo with the N64 and then popularized by GameCube and Xbox. Nintendo 64, the layout for that controller was was epic. It was mad. No, it is epic. Just two ways to hold the controller, depending on what you needed. Yeah, I guess. Nowadays, it's you you have to hold it this one way and hopefully your thumbs can reach. If you've got small hands, you're buggered. Oh, uh, Donald Trump, you're fucked. <laughs> that, that's but, why um, we don't let him play games. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know what? I'd say the PlayStation Classic was is, is nice. Um, it's something to probably talk about at some point. But it was mentioned by by Don while we were discussing stuff. Of you know, we we've got one of those AR games Mega Drives. Um and we didn't play much of it. It was sort of a nostalgia thing. We we played some Sonic the Hedgehog, and then we bought a Sonic and Knuckles lock on cartridge. So Martin and Don could play some Blue Sphere. Didn't work, because it was an emulator and it wasn't, you know, fully great there. But you know, little nostalgia consoles are good, if yep. you if you like them. So yeah, you know what I'd recommend, personally for me. You know, people might like the mini Nezzies and the mini Snezzies, and if they're the sort of things that you grew up with and you wanted to play, I'd recommend them as well. Okay. So there we go, Steph. Yeah. What have you been playing? Well, I've been playing a lot of mobile games, to be honest. Mobile games. Yeah, I've okay. not really had time. I- I've been playing something which I got about three days ago. And hmm. I've not got the fire in it, because it's literally, I play it for like five minutes, get off, and then every now and then at work when I get time. Okay. And it's called Hybrid Animals. Hybrid Animals? Yes. Or Hybrid? Hybrid. Hybrid, okay. Yeah. Um, you you make a character yeah. by fusing basically who, who do you want the father to be, and who do you want the mother to be. Right, I get you. And you confuse two different animals, or so on. Right now, the only thing I have at the minute is a level 30. His name is Parky. um, You don't get to name it, I don't think I did anyway. Mm. It is a Parky man. A Porky man? Yes, it is a pig breed with Santa. Uh, what? (laughs) I made a pig the father and made Santa the mother. I see. Okay, uh, okay. I've just started a new character because you get three slots in the game. You have, like, Crocodile... Two different types of, like a poodle, a wolf, a fish, a narwhal, rabbit, camel, a burger. I saw, a I'm just watching the trailer because it is actually on Steam as well. Oh, is it? Yeah. Oh, I might actually get it. <laughs> yeah, I saw a fork. Yeah, 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 there's a fork. Um, Santa, dinosaur, Bigfoot. Yeah. A naked person by the looks of it next to Santa. A snail. But yeah, I fused my pig with a Santa. Wow. Uh, well, hold on. So it becomes various game modes. Oh, yeah, there's an online thing here. mode and everything. Play with your friends online. Okay, I am going to breed Fark. Who should I breed Fark with? Um, you got a mother. Uh, a T-Rex? Yeah. Fark and a T-Rex. I'll accept that. Fark plus T-Rex equals 
Stab Raptor. <laughs> it basically looks like a raptor with a fark hair. Oh, nice. I- I'll breed again. Um, a burger. Oh, a cheeseburger. Okay. I'll breed okay. that with... Breed that with a fork. That's not a bad idea. Where's fork? Do you... If this makes a real creature, I'm kind of concerned. I'd, I'd be very concerned myself. It makes Mr. St- Ma- the Max Stabber. <laughs> the Max Stabber. Uh, With the special ability of Screech. Uh, screech it's really weird because it's like... The ring of it looks like a burger. And mm. let's say you then take the top off it. Pulled the cheese up, put the top back, like, then slide it up on an angle. I hit my mic, I'm sorry. Um, put it slightly on an angle, and then put the lit, the top back on, straight, mm-hmm. while still on an angle, and then stick and fork the forks out the top. The fork just seems to give it a hairdo. Wow. Yeah, unless you breed fork with fork, and then you're just playing with a fork. I... <laughs> Wonderful. I'm going to breed a frog with a katar. Oh. Let's see what this makes. Frog plus guitar equals a bog strummer? Uh, it kind of looks pretty cool, actually. It's head playing frog. Its head's become like a guitar, with the neck of it coming out like an antenna on its head. Mm. And then the tuning bit at the top. And then it's just got a frog's body, but it kind of looks more like an insect. Like a, a dung beetle type thing. Yeah. Which isn't that bad. Um, Let's try turtle. Turtle with a T-Rex. I want to try that. Oh. Turtle plus T-Rex equals... What does it equal? Shellaraptor. A shelled raptor. Special ability is heal. It sounds okay. like you're having a it's lot a of fun on this. It's a tank. Um, well, at the minute, I don't know how the multiplayer works properly in it. All I'm going around at the minute is destroying everyone who gets in my way. Built my own little house. And plunked that somewhere else in the world, which I can't find anymore. Hmm. And um, I'm just trying to level up, to be honest. I got my ass handed to me. When I, when I, sta- I was playing it, well, we started this recording, and um, I was level 20 when we started. I'm now level 30. Sweet. So it's not that hard to level if you go against the right opponents for your character. Some, mm. uh, but from by the looks of it, I, I find it hard against um, certain bear breeds, but um, a general bear is piss easy for me, so I'm assuming... A bear and something else tends to make it a little bit harder, depending on if it's making it tankier or smart damage. I see. I, w- I did want to see if you can breed it by three. I want to see if I can make pig man bear. Oh, man bear pig. Yeah, man bear pig. That's the. I, I couldn't remember the way it was named. Ah, uh, yeah, it's man bear pig. Mm, I was hoping for that. But no. Oh, somewhere in the game I can breed again. <laughs> bear man breeds with the pig. Which oh, would be dear. fun. But yeah, that's, that's all I've been really playing. Um, I've got other games that I've been playing as well, like, um, I've tried playing that game I've seen a lot of recently, um, Ark Knights, but I only started that about 20 minutes before the podcast, so I've not really got anywhere. Yeah. Um, well, so I've been playing, I've been playing that game that Darius, I believe, told us about, about two oh, weeks the, ago. Oh, the Battle of Polytopia. Yeah, Polytopia, I've been playing that for a bit. Well, I, I'm not finding it as entertaining. Something I keep going back to, though, is Theme Park. Where, oh, um, Theme Park touches it, it. It's just as Theme Park. It's uh, um, Co-Dig Games. Mm. I think mean, that's the way it's... I don't... Theme Park Tycoon. Ah. Uh, 
to be honest, I, I, there's a few of their games I keep going back to play. I play um, that one, and I believe the other one's Hotel Empire. Oh, and, yeah. oh, I, I don't supermarket. <laughs> I don't know. I, 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 I just seem to jump between them three games quite a bit. Every now and then playing something else. Mm. My other, my something else at the minute has been the hybrid animals. But um, yeah, them three games, all three of them are similar to each other, except different location. One okay. supermarket, one's a hotel, one's a theme park. At the minute, though, I've reached the end of the theme park and I'm waiting for updates. That's how ahead I am in the theme park one, and I got that one last. But yeah, mm. mobile gaming seems to be the way I seem to be going at the minute. Between um, doing um, like little things in between, like little tests for fairies and shit like that. Fair dues. Right. So, that's some games. Now let's talk about news where games are actually being here. You're, you're going to have to walk me through this news. News time. Because... Uh, we'll, 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 we'll talk about one that's easy enough first. Coronavirus! Yay! Wow, someone's actually made it on a game? Uh, no. No, but a few weeks back, we talked about when we talked about coronavirus, we were talking about oh. <laughs> how um, how oh. Plague Inc. was I, I just, the... I, I, just, I just read the title of it, actually. Yeah. So we were talking about how like, Plague Inc. was the most downloaded game in China. Well, at the end of the month, it's uh, banned. The biggest banned game in China. Yeah. Um. So... China has a very, very, very strict policy when it comes to what games are allowed over there. Basically, no no bones and gore, as some of it, no sexual content or drug content, no, um, and then no illegal content, which basically, illegal content is anything that China doesn't like. Any disparaging stuff against the government or their Chinese president, like Winnie the Pooh. But what what's Plague done for this, then? Um, it's just apparently... Well, this is what's come up on the BBC news report, is that Endemic Creations, who made it, have said that they just got told with nothing, with no context, that it's been removed due to having illegal content in there. From China's Cyberspace Administration. Fair enough. Um, so... You know, it's just it's just one of those things, it's just continuing stuff. What's probably happening is that people can mod stuff like this. I mean, there are campaigns, oh, yeah. you know, that people can make. Now, Endemic have their own ones. They had, you know, they had the the Planet of the Apes spin-off. Um, mm. They were going to put in a mode where anti-vaxxers would help you spread the disease because they'd refuse to get treated. Because, you know, vaccinations kill people. Yeah, well, that uh, that virus that you've got is now killing you. Um, okay. But one of the other cam- uh, campaigns was disinformation. It's like a, there was a fake news campaign, and that might have like, sort of triggered China to just go, hold up, back the bus up. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. We don't like yeah. you telling people. Yeah. yeah, we spread disinformation. So they probably on the idea that it would help in terms of helping what they would consider terrorist elements and protesters to help spread their word. So, yeah, they get rid of it. But that's only one part of the whole coronavirus thing. Because we'll move swiftly on. Um, Steve sent me a link from Vice, but I've seen it from sort of other places as well. So, coronavirus is currently at the moment so panicky for people that stuff is getting cancelled everywhere. Earlier on 
in the in the year um LC no what is the Chinese league for League of Legends I don't remember the the three letter I think it's LPL um was cancelled or postponed due to the fears of coronavirus sporting events um Formula One is cancelled in China even though it's in May um sort of you know well, other doesn't, sporting um... events. Uh, isn't the vaccines testing literally going on like right now? Because didn't that like, I mean, happen at always, like, the end of this week? It's always been tested, but they've not got anything confirmed yet. So just just while it's happening, you know, stock markets are plummeting. So if you want to buy shares in a company, I'd suggest do it now. Oh, hold on, I'll be back in about ten minutes. Yeah, me, <laughs> me as well. And we're back. Um... Oh, Magic of editing. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so the other thing on that is that there was supposed to be the Game Developers Conference next month. Um, companies everywhere were pulling out of the event due to coronavirus, or so they said. So I know there's um, there's been another case of it in England. Uh, yeah, uh, well, just... the first case in England where the person hadn't travelled. No, so that um, means no, they, they picked it up in England. No, they, um, they, yeah, no, they did confirm on the Saturday news. I was going to say yesterday. Remember, this comes out on a Tuesday. Um, that there was the first case of coronavirus picked up by someone in England who had not travelled abroad. Meaning wow, okay. that they, they received it. Well, clearly they received it from someone here. Because I know someone's Lock themselves up in a hotel in Liverpool. Oh yeah, people with lo- the symptoms. Yeah, but that's what they've been told to do: self-isolate, and you know, don't go out and spread the highly infectious disease. So, if it's that highly thingy, it's gonna spread quick, regardless. By yeah. the time you know you've got it, it's spread already. Well, yeah, it's, it's got an, it's, it's got a, like a fourteen-day incubation period. Mm. You could go anywhere by the time that's happened. However, in terms of the GDC. Um, yeah, it started showing up that Sony and Microsoft were pulling out of the conference and then, you know, various other developers and keynote speakers. There were more cancellations at that point than there were stuff going on in GDC. Um, now, initially people did have a problem that GDC weren't offering refunds uh, for for attendees. Of course, now that it's officially cancelled, they have to do that. But uh, yeah, just more signs that, you know, everywhere in the world is affected by this flu-like disease. Even, you know, gaming conferences. So, yeah, that's that's that there. Um, we got one more story when I when I find it. It was about, uh, you know, good old GOG. G-O-G. So uh, this is on Eurogamer. And earlier on in the week, GOG were, um, or GOG posted that they were um, updating their refund policy. So if we look at someone like Steam, they had a refund policy in effect that, you know, there was you know rules that. Oh, hello. That's just me. Don't don't worry about it that much. Ah, but um, yeah. So there was going to be a refund policy, and you know Steam's got its two-hour limit and and stuff like that. Yeah, Steam's got fourteen two-hour limit. What's Epic something like that as well, as long as you haven't Ep- played it for a certain amount of time. Yeah. Um, GOG has shot that out of the water. They've offered a no-quibble 30-day 
refund policy, which they've wanted to say, you know, which they say is consumer friendly. It is. It is, but then it has to be conditioned. Well, 30 days return under a, let's say, 12-hour play period. Hmm. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, because I uh, mean, thirty days for some of the is, because some games you complete in less than twelve hours. Yeah, and that's that's where the issue. The issue are, is with developers who feel, especially, and a lot of these are coming out indie developers. A lot yeah, of the, you the know games independent are like games, a few hours long, and that'll be it. You can replay it over again as much as you want. Yeah, I mean, GOG to their of what they've said. I was going to say to their credit. I mean, I wouldn't say credit just yet, but they've stated that. Um, that they would be monitoring people's refund habits. So if you were just buying games and immediately refunding them constantly, and it looked like you were playing the full games, you know, because they monitor mm. playtime and stuff like that. So you know, then they would they would make sure that you wouldn't be able to abuse that. They've basically added the Will Wheaton rule: don't be a dick, don't just be refunding everything, but. Other than that, you've got 30 days to refund any game. So, yeah, according to, to, to Eurogamer, um, you, know, the, you know, developers are concerned. Part of that... I'd be concerned. Yeah, part of that is that they weren't told about any of this in advance. So To be, to be honest, though, it's like anyone can have any type of return policy. Mm. They're buying the games off these people to sell them again. Technically. So, I don't see why a developer should be able to be told that, oh, we're going to sell this, but if they return it, they return it. Mm. It, (laughs) It's like people selling it again for second hand. (laughs) Yeah. Now, I've noticed that, according to the Eurogamer article, later down the line, every refund request is subject to manual review. Oh, hell yeah. So, that's a load of work being put on it. To be honest, that means they're making jobs for one. Because mm. if a load of if people going if they tend to have a lot of refunds, there's a lot more people getting hired to deal with refunds. But yeah. um, you've also got the other thing: if developers then give them the information, let's say the game should be able to be completed with a non with a game time of this and stuff like that, and then people are reaching either near, either on top of that game time, or way over that game time, you know for a fact they've played that game retardedly. They completed mm. that game, they do not deserve a refund, they've had full quality of that game. Yeah. If, let's say, so, and then you'll have someone who's then played the game, let's say this game's meant to have took three hours to complete and they played it for ten minutes and then wanted a refund, there is no complaining that that person's getting a refund. Yeah. No, exactly. They did not enjoy that game. They put it in their console. By the time they got a chance to play it, they played it and thought, nah, this isn't for me, bye. Yeah. I have to admit, there's a lot of games that I've bought and then thought, this is not for me. Then I've kind of just... I've never asked for a refund. I've just kind of just got rid of it. I just uninstall it and go, if I ever do feel Mm. like doing it, I'll get it. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I I mean, the whole point of this is that as well, like like I say, I mean, it's, this is the other extreme. Initially, before Steam, you know, even had their policy, before GOG even, you know, thought about doing this, all digital games were under the idea of buyer beware. Mm. You purchase it, it's yours. If it's if it's a broken piece of shit, if it was not what you expected, um, you know, you couldn't refund it. 
And this was also at the time where there was, you know, an anti-consumer idea on reviews. You know, not allowing reviews for stuff until the game had already come out and people had picked it up. It's, you know, bad news. So, the refund policies there. I mean, I'd be happy to see how GOG deal with this. It's interesting that they've gone no quibble. But, yeah, we're going to see how many people, um, you know, abuse this. We'd like to see how, how the manual review works of it as well. Yeah. But, you know, be one of those added to the list of stuff we'll keep an eye of. I mean, with this coronavirus talk, we've actually come back to news stories recently. So, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how the the refund stuff goes. So, if this sounds like it's a bit of a shorter podcast than normal, it is. It's just you know we've talked about what we've wanted to talk about, and uh, you know, you're watching or listening to this on Tuesday. We've already got the series finale of Doctor Who coming up, so we want to get ready for that. So, uh, yeah. yeah, if you liked what you heard. Please like, share, subscribe, click the bell, comment, engage, like Captain Picard would say. And re- remove our lumbers. And if you've got a lumber, at least don't weaponize the bastard. Well, yeah, don't. <laughs> don't stick a chainsaw on the fucker. <laughs> and then tell Alexa, intruder, activate Alexa. Yeah. That was funny, though. Yeah. After a minute, if I had something like that, I'd do something like that. Intruder yeah. alert. Activate lumber. <laughs> And, uh, <laughs> just and, best and, thing and is what? though the more chance of you having it it'll probably go for you dar <laughs> <laughs> yeah and uh while we're on the idea as well of that with you know social rumors keep an eye on the social medias we do look to use them at some point um they're all in the description whether you're listening to this on on youtube or if you're listening to it on spotify apple podcasts we are on apple podcasts yeah so, What's yeah. the podcast serving for, um, what do you call it, um, like, Google devices? Maybe it just be Spotify? Um, it's just available on, on, it usually just picked up through RSS feeds on podcast oh, downloads, but it is also available on Spotify. So, uh, yeah. So, until next week, thank you, Stefan. Always down. Goodbye.